Hello and welcome to Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. Not just for Louisiana, but for the entire northern Gulf Coast. And now, introducing your host, Alan DeRitter. Welcome to our September 13th edition of Monday Night Football, where we start off our show with a prayer, and man, we have a lot to pray for. So in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Dear God, thank you for letting us have this show, let us have a chance to um, really get help verbally, at least out there to see what the needs are in our own soccer community. I pray that we'll be able to get these needs met, and we'll be able to step up to the plate and uh, and find a way to help everyone who really is um, in need of a helping hand right now. Christ's name we pray. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, y'all. Uh, today's show, we're going to try to just get everybody up to speed soccer-wise as to what's going on in the path of the hurricane south of New Orleans. And uh, uh, we're going to talk about Laplace. We're going to talk about Terrebonne and Homa. And uh, I have reached out to Lafouche, and their hands are so full right now that they really can't even spend the time to, to have a phone call, which to me speaks loud and clear uh, as to how bad things are on Lafouche. My best friend lives in uh, Lockport, and and I know how bad they have it. By the way, I want to wish him a happy birthday today. Uh, so uh, we need to, I think, if you're listening to the show, chances are that you probably have not been affected as badly as the people in Laplace all the way down to Dulac and Portfouchon. And that we need to do whatever we can to help everybody. And uh, it's not going to be an overnight fix as we kept up with all the progress of Laura last year with Lake Charles. Uh, it, it's good that uh, they were able to get on their feet again enough enough so that they can at least host some soccer games and not cancel their soccer season for high school. And I'm hoping that's what's going to happen here. But uh, there's some, there's some um, signs that... We will have a soccer season down there, uh, but it's tenuous right now. Uh, we're going to be talking to Matt Ferguson. We're going to have to break for a minute, but when we come back, we're going to talk to Coach Matt Ferguson, the director of coaching for Homo Thibodeau Soccer Association on Monday Night Football. We'll see you after the break. At the Olive Branch Cafe, only the freshest ingredients go into everything we serve. Our dough is prepared daily, and now the West Bank's best-tasting pizza is delivered 10.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. seven days a week. The Olive Branch Cafe, Marrero and Algiers. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Monday Night Football. And we have our guest now, uh, Coach Matt Ferguson. Uh, Coach, welcome to the show. Uh, pleasure to be here. Okay, so uh, could you tell everybody what your role is with uh, Terrebonne? Uh, yeah, so I'm the director of coaching for the Honda Terrebonne Soccer Association. I look over the uh, competitive and recreation programs here and uh, in charge of player development. Excellent. How long have you been there? So I 
been here since 2012, and I've had this position since around 2016. Okay, so uh, so needless to say, you you got your hands full right now. Uh, what's the state of soccer in uh, in Terrebonne right now, home of Terrebonne? So it's not as bad as first day, and the week after the storm, we were expecting the worst, maybe having to cancel the full season. We had a lot of damage to our equipment, uh, our fields, our goals, our nets. But after reevaluating and tidying up a bit, uh, we can gladly announce that we will be restarting officially again in the first week of October. So uh, we're in a good place right now. I mean, obviously we could be better. There's a lot of damage to the town. Uh, a lot of people are have, have lost their homes or experienced significant damage to their homes and their properties. But um, we're glad to announce that we can restart soccer again in a couple of weeks and get some kind of normalcy back within the area. Coach, that's that's amazing to start in October. I was afraid you were going to be telling us that you were going to be canceling throughout the fall. So. Uh, it, it, did y'all have a lot of uh, um, lights fall down, or or what was the main damage that you've had at HTSA? It, the main damage was our maybe our eleven v eleven and nine v nine goals. Um, we have a new uh, complex by Country Sports Park that we've been playing at for a, a couple of years now, and it's quite open back there, and. A lot, uh, a lot of wind damage to the goal. So we're working on getting them replaced. I mean, this full season, we won't be scheduling any home LCSL games uh, just to give us time to um, restock on our uh, uh, goals and equipment. But uh, the, fields are, the fields are looking good. I mean, the kids can play if they want to play. So we're letting everybody kind of settle back down and get back to some kind of normalcy right now. Uh, and then... Uh, we can get back into some soccer in a couple of weeks. Coach, that's great, great news. What can we do out here in the uh, listening audience to help you guys? I mean, I think Home and Turbine Soccer Association, we're going to be okay. I think the surrounding area, Terrebonne and the Fouche Parish, I know our uh, neighboring clubs with Fouche Soccer and uh, Tiblo Soccer probably took a big hit as well. I think it's more to look out for the community, mm-hmm. provide bottles of water and uh, hot meals and things like that. But with regards to Home and Turbine Soccer Association, I think we're okay. Our office took a a lot of damage, but thankfully um, we're going to be getting that repaired pretty soon. And hopefully we'll be back up and running uh, like normal in a couple of months. But I think we're, uh, as an association, we're okay. But as as a community, we're, we're definitely in a long rebuilding process. Okay, is the state going to give you any relief, like uh, when it comes to having to play in Shreveport and Alexandria uh, for this semester, or maybe reschedule the games uh, for next uh, semester? Yes. So we haven't really discussed that in too too much detail. Um, uh, I'm I'm sure that our uh, our friends in in Shreveport and Alexandria would understand if we. If we can't make those trips, then if we have to reschedule those games maybe to the spring, I've um, instructed our coaches and managers of our competitive team to you know, try and play the LCSL games uh, this semester in, in tournaments perhaps or, or just away games, but then kind of look for a, a heavy spring schedule in terms of LCSL. So that'll give everybody a good amount of time to uh, kind of 
settle back down into uh, normal life again. I don't, Coach, I don't even know what normal is anymore with COVID and now this. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> really and truly, it's been it's been something. Well, look, you have the microphone. Everybody in Louisiana is listening. Uh, do you have anything to say to, to the larger soccer community before we say goodbye? I think uh, I appreciate to everybody that uh, reached out. Um, the uh, the guys from Sulphur and Calcasieu uh, have reached out. Um, they've been through the exact same thing a year ago. Um, I'd like to uh, say thank you to uh, LSA and Tucker Reynolds for uh, reaching out to us as well. I had a, a good couple of meetings with Tucker since the storm and just we've been working together how we can kind of rebuild soccer within the area. Um, I'd like to take a moment to think about uh, our neighbouring associations who have been hit pretty hard, the Foosh Soccer, Thibodeau Soccer, St. Charles Soccer as well. The Plus got hit really hard and along that area. Um, the guys in New Orleans as well. So um, we're okay down here in Homer. The bioregional will uh, rebuild, but I'd just like to say thank you for all the support that's been coming in through uh, community associations in, uh, in the state of Louisiana. Okay, well, uh, you know how to reach us if if we if there ever is a need. Like uh, I know a lot of these clubs they have excess soccer goals that are out there that probably can be donated if if you know if need be. But uh, I'm I'm really confident um, about y'all ability to rebound. One one selfish question: Do y'all think you're going to have the Gobbler Cup? Um, so we're working with, I'll, I'll say it now, it's not going to be in Homer, but we're working on something right now. I don't want to give away too many details because it's not set in stone, but um, we've had a neighbouring uh, association kind of reach out to us to do a joint tournament. I don't want to give away too many details right now because it's not really my place to say, but um, it should, you should be hearing something in a couple weeks. Awesome. And you can count my, my teams to be there, okay? And, uh, awesome. All right, well, God bless you, and uh, again, reach out to us if you need anything more, Coach. Take care. Thanks for having me. All righty. Bye-bye. Okay, everybody, and uh, that was Matt Ferguson, and uh, he was very gracious to meet with us. They have their hands full, um, chopping down trees and the mix of that nature. Okay, we're going to take a break for a commercial, and when we come back, we're going to check out and see how Laplace is doing on Monday Night Football. We'll see you after the break. At the Olive Branch Cafe, only the freshest ingredients go into everything we serve. Our dough is prepared daily, and now the West Bank's best-tasting pizza is delivered 10.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. seven days a week. The Olive Branch Cafe, Marrero and Algiers. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Monday Night Football. We're here with Coach Paul Shelton. Coach, welcome to the show. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me on. Okay, so could you tell everybody uh, what your position is with St. Charles before we get started? Yeah, uh, I'm the director of coaching there. I've uh, been there for the last eight years. Okay, and, and uh, uh, I would have to say one of the uh, people that's respected the most in this region. Uh, let's just cut to the chase. Uh, how bad did St. Charles soccer get it uh, during this hurricane? Uh, it's pretty bad. Um, I drove by on Monday, like drive by our parks to see what uh, the state of affairs were, and uh, it was it was honestly shocking to see 
not just our park, but our, our, our area and our region, how much damage it had taken. Um, you know, we'd been by, I'd been by today, in fact, to get a better look. Now things have sort of calmed down a little bit. Um, you know, our main site in Destrahan, um, all but one of our light poles have been flattened. Um, goals are destroyed. You know, the ones that haven't been destroyed have blown around the field, so they, you know, there's, there's damage to them in, you know, in some regard if they haven't been destroyed. Um, yeah, it's 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 pretty. Uh, you know, I hate to use the word catastrophic, but I mean, it's it's not far off that at this point, to be honest. It's it's so sad to hear. And uh, um, so, what it, what decisions have y'all made about soccer for this semester? Like, uh, are y'all going to satellite out or? Or are y'all just gonna call it a, call it a semester and just start things up in January? I mean, we hope to um, you know to rectify some of the fall as best we can. Um, and the problem is with St Charles is you know it's taking so much longer uh, you know in the parish to get the power back up. Um, you know, I live in St John and I got power back onto my house today. Um, you know, so. The linemen and the guys are out there, you know, doing an incredible job. Because I wasn't expecting power for, for a while, um, so my came, mine came back on today, and I think, um, you know, for the most part, St. Charles, they're still a week or two away. So, you know, we've sort of briefly discussed, um, you know, once the power's back on and folks can, you know, start figuring out what's what with their personal lives, you know, we can start to to figure out what we're going to do with soccer. Um, you know, obviously the cleanup's going to be pretty substantial so you know once I mean, we don't expect to be doing anything until you know probably the middle of October I think is a realistic uh, a realistic sort of um, timeline uh, you know by then I would hope we can we can at least do something um, you know it's gonna be difficult for our for our older kids who are, who are playing competitive because they're going to be you know going off to their high school programs at, you know pretty much the same time as we're expecting to get back with club but you know, we would like to do something for our for our competitive players to at least get them back on the field and doing something for a few weeks. Um, you know, and hopefully we can we can move our rep program. Um, you know, to later in the year, we we were supposed to start uh, this past Saturday was going to be our first weekend of our rec season. Um, you know, obviously that's you know that's now being moved back indefinitely for a few weeks. Um, so, I mean, we, we're hopeful, um, you know, we're hopeful we can, we can do something, um, you know, not, you know, even if it's fairly, uh, you know, minimal compared to, to what we do usually, um, you know, I hate to be able, I hate to be put in a position where we just, we just don't do anything. Um, cause I think as, you know, even as an adult, you know, it's, it's going to be a bit of normalcy for me, for myself as a coach to get back on the field, you know, and hopefully the, the kids will feel the same if they can, if they can get out and do soccer for a few hours a week, um, you know, it, it, it's, uh, I guess it gives them a little bit of a break from what life is like at the moment. You know, I know we had a number of our families that are still out of state, um, a number of them that had real, real bad damage to their homes. Um, you know, we've even had people who have already decided at this point they're going to move to a, new, a different area of the state. Um, you now, I, I guess the, the damage and the repairs just, it just, I guess it wasn't worth it for them, and they're then able to move somewhere else. So, um, yeah, I mean, hopefully, um, I mean, it, it does depend on sort of how how folks can 
can fit that into their lives. You know, obviously soccer is you know very low down on the list of priorities for people at the moment, and, and rightly so. Um, but we want to be able to try and do something to at least you know give our kids if their situation allows. Coach, um, is, what can we do to help? Um, pretty much everybody in the soccer community from Shreveport on down to uh, to uh, Lake Charles are listening. Uh, is there anything specific we can maybe do? Um, I mean, at the moment, I mean, uh, Louisiana Fire have reached out to me. Uh, Matagua have reached out to me. Uh, Gulf South Texans have reached out to me. And, you know, they've offered their facilities and they've offered our, our kids an opportunity to go train with their, their teams or, you know, something, you know, to figure out an opportunity to make things work as best we can. Um, the honest answer at this this point is um, I'm really not sure. Um, you know, our park, like I said, in Destran, it, it requires a lot of work to fix. And, you know, we've also got the National Guard, we've also got entity trucks using the parking lot to, uh, you know, to store their, their, their vehicles and their, you know, their supplies. So, I wish I had a better answer. You know, I wish I, I wish we had some timeline on, on sort of where we are. Um, yeah, I'm unfortunate at this point. I mean, we even got boarded up and direct some of the guys are still out of state because they're still without power and they've still got damage to their homes and it's just, you know, it's unlivable at the moment. So, um, you know, unfortunately, we're at the point where we're still sort of trying to figure out what's what, um, you know, probably by, by the end of the month where... You know, most of the repairs and damages have been, um, you know, have been made. You know, we can start figuring out what's what. But, uh, you know, the guys that have reached out to me so far, you know, it's, it's really, really appreciated and it's very kind, um, you know, to receive those offers so, you know, so quickly and so, you know, so um, genuinely wanted to try and help as best they can because, you know, a lot of people around the state have been in this situation in, in previous years. Um, you know, so it's, it's, you know, it's very kind of them. And, you know, even though this situation may not affect others as, as directly, um, you know, they haven't forgotten about us, which is, which is very much appreciated. Uh, you know, we just, we just, at the moment, we just don't have uh, an answer for that, unfortunately. I wish we did. Yeah, and uh, anybody who is a, a native of this area, I mean, they know that it just—it's—it's it's a matter of really inches on the map. Because when it turned up, turned towards Laplace, we were all in shock because we thought it was going to go straight to Baton Rouge, and and uh, uh, and the rest—the rest is history. I don't know if people there were really ready for it. I, I'm, the parish leaders seemed to be. They had an evacuation order, uh, but uh, uh, to see that Phil Fury—is this your first hurricane? Um, it, it is of that magnitude. I moved here in 2011, um, so the last big one was was Isaac, and yeah. I, I actually live in Laplace, so that flooded Laplace quite bad. Um, but I mean, in terms of wind damage or anything like that, it was it was nothing to compared to what uh, what Ida was. I mean, I stayed. Uh, my wife and my kids left. Well, they went to Montgomery, so we were under the impression that by around eight o'clock. It, it was starting to. It was expected to start to um, to die down a little bit, but uh, I mean, my understanding is that it pushed so much water inland that it was basically still over the ocean and still intensifying. And you know, I was listening to my house creak and groan and uh, and 
you know, until about one o'clock in the morning. Um, so, I mean, I had a lot of water damage. Um, you know, thankfully, structurally, my house is okay. Um, you know, all the shingles came off, so it rained in a good bit, and I've got, you know, collapsed ceilings and water damage in, in pretty much every room. But, um, I mean, I'm just grateful for it wasn't what it, it could have been because some of the damage I've seen was just incredible. Um, you know, I was still in England when, when Katrina hit and I saw the the, the reports and things like that on the news in, in the UK of what people were going through. And, um, you know, as bad as it was, you just you just can't appreciate the, the, the intensity of the storms and the damage that they cause until you actually sort of live through one. And uh, honestly, it was, it was the most frightening experience I've ever been in because, you know, you've got no control of the situation at all. You're just hoping for dear life that your house stands and the trees don't fall. Um, you know, and you know, I'm, I'm thankful that that I mean, shall self selfishly thankful that my house did because I know a lot of the people who you know were in situations where their house didn't. The roof came off, trees went through, walls collapsed, um, flooding. So, you know, I was kind of I was kind of in a bad bad state Monday morning when I went out to inspect the damage, and then as the, as the flood water subsided. And I could get out and take a drive to see what the people went through. You know, I, I dodged a massive bullet personally with with the amount of damage that we received um, compared to what others received. So, um, you know, my heart my heart goes out to everybody who was affected by the storm because it was it was just incredible the strength and the intensity of the storm as it kept intensifying. Um, you know, so anybody who who stayed and and went through that and had to had to deal with you know, damaged homes during the course of the night. You know, I can't imagine what they what they went go, going through personally. So, you know, my situation is not great, but uh, you know, it could have been a hell of a lot worse. And you know, I hope the people that did go through that, they you know, they can get back on their feet and get straight. Uh, you know, as soon as possible. Uh, and uh, I'm pretty sure that everybody's really well on the way. It's time. Um for the New Orleans region especially now to start uh, reaching out to, to all the other affected communities. And that's one thing really I learned from Katrina is that really uh, uh, tragedies do bring communities together. And the people who who do stay, they're going to be resolved about staying and building it better than before. And we can all help each other. Do, do you know of anything uh, high school-wise uh, in the Laplace area, like what high schools have said that they would return or or, or not going to return for a while? Um, in St. John, I'm not sure. My, my kids go to school in St. John, and they're still assessing the damage. Um, the same in St. Charles. I, know, I do know um, that Hornville and Destrehan High Schools had, had, had a fair bit of damage, and they're still figuring out what's what. Um I mean, hopefully by the time um, it's high schools. I mean, look, looking at it as a soccer's perspective, you know, I'm hoping that our kids have a high school season this season. Um, I doubt any of the football players will be able to do anything, you know, through the through the rest of the fall. I would imagine their, unfortunately, their season is going to be wiped out completely. I can't imagine the the you know the repair like from the pictures I've seen on social media and things like that. Those repairs are going to be done. Um, you know, anytime soon. So, I mean, we've still got uh, just above a month until you know, the high school season starts with soccer. Um, hopefully, um, 
but I still imagine it's going to be they're going to be affected in some way, considering the the enormity of the damages. Um, you know, I know there's been a lot of lot of um, social media posts from St Charles Parish Public Schools, and they're they're still in a situation where they're still figuring out where is safe. Um, you know, what repairs need to be made, and um, yeah, that was that was my thought uh, the, the morning after on Monday morning. Is like, where do you start with this? Um, yeah. Yeah. Just the 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 enormity of the damage and the the, the widespread. Um, you know, pretty much every house and every every street there was flooding down trees, damaged houses. Um, you know, sorry, I mean, as, as a foreigner and as, and as, a, as a, an implant to this place, you know, it just goes out to show that what an incredible job the locals do dealing with these situations. Um, you know, my neighbour was removing a tree from his yard and, um, you know, if, if something like this hit England, um, you know, God only knows what the state of the, the, the plant would be, you know, we wouldn't have an idea of where to start with the cleanup, I wouldn't have thought, but, uh, you know, the Louisianians, Louisianians just get on with it and, uh, and crack on as they always do. Um, so credit to the local folks who can just get up and get on and, uh, and move on and start the repairs the following morning. Um, you know, it's, it just goes to show the resolve and the, uh, you know, the ability to just keep soldiering on no matter what, uh, you know, no matter what nature throws at you. Well, look, I, I, as you know, as our coach at De La Salle, and uh, we're playing St. Charles Catholic on Saturday. They're, they're going to uh, field a team, and uh, their team has been practicing. I don't know where. And, uh, <laughs> Good for that. <laughs> and so, like, you know, they're just determined that they're not going to let the hurricane ruin their, their, their senior year, you know. And so I'm hoping that the same thing's going to be uh, true for soccer uh, in the entire region. But I'm still holding my breath for the schools uh, down on the Fouche in uh, Terrebonne, but um, it's good to hear that everybody's working so hard in Laplace, and and uh, I'm hoping that we're going to hear that St. Charles and uh, East St. John, uh, Riverside, they all start playing soccer again. I hope so. I hope so. Even if it's a situation where, you know, they just find a patch of grass to practice and play away games for the entire season, I mean, that would be preferable to, to do with nothing at all. So, you know, I hope... Um, you know, I mean, there's so many places I haven't seen, so I don't know what the damage is. But um, you know, I would hope that you know, they can figure something out at least uh, and try and make it work as you know, in some capacity, so they don't lose an entire season. Especially those senior kids as well, who you know had to go through it last year. Um, you know, with COVID. You know, hopefully they catch a break this year. Yeah, and I'm hoping that uh, that a lot of them don't just change to other schools because that's what happened with Katrina a bunch of kids just said goodbye to their schools and and just implanted themselves where they evacuated and just stayed for the school year that year and and I'm, I'm just holding my breath that, that hopefully that's not going to happen um but you did say that you do know of some families who decided not to return yes we've had um I know, I know of at least one family who, who uh, you know, part of our program, who decided to move to the North Shore. Um, you know, so, like I said, I mean, we still, we still I can't imagine they'll be the only ones, um, you know, and, and I guess we'll find out in the next few weeks and months, um, you know, where the folks decide, especially those folks who've had, you know, catastrophic damage where their houses are, you know, at the point where they need to be bulldozed. You know, hopefully they they choose to stick around in their 
you know, in their local community as opposed to, or whether they're able to, in fact, um, stick around in their local community rather than, uh, you know, have to leave. Um, but I mean, I, I can certainly understand why people would and why people would choose to, considering, um, you know, what they've had to go through and the amount of damage that they've got to repair. Well, look, uh, before we part, uh, you got the microphone. Everybody's listening from Shreveport to Lake Charles. you have anything you want to say to the larger soccer community before we go? Yes, uh, just a thank you to everyone who's expressed concern, who's reached out, who, um, you know, who, who've had, our, had us in, our, in their thoughts and prayers. Um, you know, we really are grateful. Uh, we really do appreciate it. Um, you know, the great in the Orleans area sort of dodged a few bullets last year when... Uh, you know, unfortunately, Lake Charles and Texas were, West, uh, East Texas were, you know, receiving the storms coming in their way. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's tough. It's, it's tough. Um, it's really uh, trying to get to a point where you can almost approach back to normality seems, um, you know, a long way away. And, you know, the, the well wishes and the concerns and the texts and the emails from folks around the state, you know, it, it, it helps, you know, it really helps, you know, um, you know, no matter how sort of minimal, uh, you know, folks might think an effect they're having, you know, just a text or an email or a call now and again to, you know, to check in and see how things are going, you know, it's, it's very much appreciated. And, um, you know, for us in previous years, when we've had to watch other communities face situations like this, um, you know, our thoughts and prayers will always be them, and we, we appreciate it being reciprocated uh, in this situation. Um, and, you know, we hope to see our friends, our soccer friends around the uh, around the state sooner rather than later. Um, I just thought of something. Uh, the JB Martin Fields, the fields you'll have on the West Bank, are, are they playable? Mm-hmm. At the moment, yes. That's what we use for our, our recreational program uh, behind the school. It seems the uh, we haven't been able to get on there yet because the schools are all, all locked up. Um, but it seems as though the damage has been minimal over there, other than flooding. So um, I mean, we do have the ability to host, um, you know, some sort of soccer in some capacity. Um, you know, depending, um, you know, depending on what the numbers look like. Uh, it, it's it's ironic, in fact, that we've actually had. Um, with the registration number, this way the biggest the biggest numbers we've had at the club for close to ten years, maybe even longer, in fact. And uh, my president told me prior to the season starting how, how good things were looking, and uh, I almost jokingly said to him, "You know, Shh, don't say anything just yet. There's always, uh, you know, there's always something down the line." I didn't think it was going to be, uh, you know, the monster storm that rolled through, but uh, yeah, it's it's. We'll, I mean, we'll see. We, we want to try and make things work as best we can. You know, the, the growth of the club we've had over the few years has been really positive, and we want to try and, um, you know, keep that going and not use this and not, not have this situation become, uh, you know, a, a sticking point and a situation where we have to go back two or three years to, to get to where we're at now. So, um, yeah, I mean, we've got space. Like I said, if it's, you know, if we can find a patch of grass to make something work, we can get we can get something organised and uh, you know do the best we can with what we've got at the moment. Okay, and uh, coach, uh, we've always enjoyed uh, playing playing y'all at y'all place. I love going to the fields in Destrehan and 
And uh, as soon as y'all are up and running, you can count on our teams uh, continuing that. That youth league you started was really impressive. And I have I, – I really believe that uh, – Everybody's going to want that to return. And, and so I, I think y'all are stronger than I've ever seen St. Charles soccer. You've got a lot to do with that. And I pray that uh, uh, you'll just uh, take this as a hiccup and keep moving forward. Yeah, I think we'll be fine. Um, like I said, it's uh, everybody who's involved with the program, you know, a local Louisiana, um, you know, these they storm don't keep you guys down for long. Um, you know, that's one thing I've learned. So, you know, Hopefully sooner rather than later, we'll, we'll be back on the field at some point, um, you know, hopefully before Christmas, if not definitely 100% afterwards. Okay, and don't underestimate your your homeland because I'd rather have a hurricane than V2 rockets, you know, and y'all did fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, God bless you, and, uh, and uh, if you need anything, reach out to us, okay? Yes, sir. Thanks so much, Alan. I appreciate you having me on. You're welcome. Take care. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Okay, everybody. That was uh, Coach Paul Shelton, and um, and it was kind of he, he hit the nail on the head that you could just hear he could just hear in his voice like how tremendously uh, um, desperate it is right now, and that we just need to uh, help them as much as we can. And uh, and I would be definitely uh, like we did with Lake Charles last year. It won't be a one and done show. We're going to keep up with the people around there and uh, and see if there's any way that we can help them. Okay, everybody, this is going to do it for today's show. Stay safe with the storm. It looks like we're going to have another week of inactivity thanks to uh, Hurricane Nicholas. But hopefully, we'll get things back to normal by the time we're on the air next week. God bless you and your family. Carpe diem in Christ.